It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Talking Harness WA with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Hello, it's Friday, which means two things. Uh, Talking Harness WA here on SEN Track 657 and Gloucester Park Friday night. And what a big night it is tonight as well. The free-for-all could be almost a pacing cup with... Some of the big stars, including Chicago Bull, back in action. We didn't think he was going to make it to the Cups. Hopefully he'll get there after his first up run tonight. Magnificent storm backing up as well. Um, and uh, a really good race before that, select field, but the informed Manning going up against his stablemate, Major Martini, and plus a great support card. So really looking forward to tonight's Gloucester Park meeting. Great meeting last week. Bomber tipped a few winners. Hayden tipped a few winners, although... Tipped against the Philly last week, so he might not be in the show later on today. We might have given him the axe. It's a tough school here on uh, SEN Track 657 in Perth. But a big hello to Glenn Mortimer. How are you, Morts? Radley, great to be here as always. Good night at GP last Friday night with our man Bomber Hill landing a couple of winners. Doubles to Gary Hall Jr., Madison Brown, the man with the pink cart, Christopher Voke, and a training treble to Ross Oliveri, who has the team ticking along very well there. Looking forward to tonight's card where we see the return of Chicago Bull and one of the horses you missed in the intro, which is the 2019 Pacing Cup winner, Rock and Roll Lincoln. Oh, of course. How did I forget? In the Stephen Croy Memorial. And of course, the Christmas gift looks to also be another great battle between stablemates, Jumpin' Jack Mack and Finn Vara. Big guest this morning on the yeah. show and one of WA's leading thoroughbred trainers, part owner of the very fast Philly Betters Destroyer, and of course, a very, very valuable Retrovision customer. <laughs> now, Michael, were you happy with the fast Philly's first up run last Saturday night in Bunbury? thought it was okay, considering Justin said she needed a trial. I'll tell you what, though, when the punters heard that he was um, optimistically hoping for a good run, they thought that's as confident as Justin gets, and they charged into the $1.75. Yeah, they certainly did, and... <laughs> Uh, it was great to see her back, and uh, all reports are she's pulled up very well, and she is doing well, Okay, which is great to hear. Uh, did the stewards get it right at Menangle last Saturday night? Yeah, probably. Probably. Oh, I, I think... One well, of these days of sitting it, on the fence. No, well, it, it could have went either way. I, look, I would have argued... I, I would have argued differently. I would have argued the run definitely wasn't there, and and... I would have argued differently, but I mean, in the end, I don't think you could blew the decision. Uh, but if it was dismissed, I think there would have been there could have been arguments for it. Absolutely, it it wasn't clear I, cut I, that there I, was a run there. I got I backed the the first pass of face and got paid, right. so I was okay, oh, okay either beautiful. way. I was okay either way. Now, what does a border reopening mean for Gloucester Park on a Friday night, come the fifth of February, for people wanting to come along? hospitality workers and participants, i.e. rainsmen. Uh, on, 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 on most nights, it'll be fine. However, if it was a day before for an Italian night pacing cup, 
everyone would have had to been double vaxxed and show their their pass their vaccination certificate. So that will happen at, at over a thousand. So how are um, you going to know that? Well, we, we'll know because we got bookings and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. we, we'll work towards that, and, and we got a pretty good idea of how many people we're going to get on on course on any one night. Yep. Uh, and we'll make sure that everyone knows. Like through through, put it this way: from Italian night this year right through until tonight, and then New Year's Eve, we've got well over a thousand people on course. Yep. So we'd have to be double back. So we know that we know pacing cups got to be over a thousand. Yeah, and we'll work towards it. Okay, all right. What was your view on Rawa's announcement during the week to increase stake money commencing 1st of Feb next year from the money that should have been paid back to winners of races during COVID when we were requested to accept a 20% reduction? As as we know, we would have preferred just to pay back the, the payments ex gratia, but I think it's a more positive step because there's got to be three years of minimum funding that we got to know, which is going to be over and above that 20%, and, and that's going to be minimum, so there should be more going forward. So I, must admit, I thought it was positive. I must admit, I like the way they implemented it. Yeah. So it's it's clear and we can see what's happening there, but uh, just wish they were as good at making the hard decisions <laughs> rather than making all the easy ones and looking like Santa Claus. Anyway, enough. Well, he's on the... Tell you what, you're fired up today, Mort. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Uh, now, before we get to our first guest, and he's waiting on the line patiently... This segment is brought to you by the one and only Retrovision, your local WA electrical appliance specialist. RAC members receive an additional 5% every day on the best available price out there. Certainly do. And if you're shopping at Retrovision, which our next guest already has, they go into the draw to win a Nissan Duke TI on Christmas Eve. Oh, the 24 days of Christmas. Correct. The gift that keeps on giving retribution. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Now, um, before we get into our next guest, who is the luckiest harness owner? He's a lucky man in general. Yes. But luckiest harness owner, harness owner going around. Three harness horses he's owned in his in his life. I'm victorious. Won a free medal cup, yes. amongst other things. A golden nugget. Yeah. A derby. Um, Nathan's Courage, who won a, um, a Knights of Thunder and, and another couple of races. And... He's uh, back into harness racing owners with a, an ownership with his good friend Ray Meadowcroft and a couple of other um, leviathans of the industry, such as the running camel with Better's Destroyer. And uh, she returned to racing after five months away at Bunbury last Saturday night as we pick up the call from Matthew Young. It's Better's Destroyer coming into the straight. Never mind the chaos trying to get on terms. Back to the sprint lane is minor catastrophe. She's flat to the boards though. Better's Destroyer's in front. Shaken up by G. Hall Jr. Starts to come away. Minor catastrophe. Never mind the chaos and Matty Matty. But they go to the line. Better's Destroyer back in the winner's list. Gets the victory. Second we had Never mind the chaos. Third just minor catastrophe. She was getting tired late. Matty Matty running. Yeah, and all the way win to Better's Destroyer in 156.2. And one of the part owners and uh, leading thoroughbred trainers here in Ascot joins us, Simon Miller. How are you, Simon? Good, thanks, Bradley. Mort, how are you going? Uh, just yeah. nice little intro there, sponsored by Retrovision. you got uh, yes, one week, 17, 17 hours to go before Christmas. Get down to Retrovision, get your Christmas presents. Mention my name, I'll give you 10% off. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. There's going to be a job for you after thoroughbred racing, Simon, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I need to, Vaughts, because my training, training sometimes can be questionable. <laughs> We're, you're having a good run at the moment, and we'll, we'll get to some of your th- your your, um, your thoroughbreds in a, in a moment. But you won the first race last week with Queen of Soul, and then Better's Destroyers won. But you, you had a treble the week before in the, in a group race. That must have been um, big for you because you know th- these carnival days are, are what it's all about. Yeah, I didn't. 
we've got three big days to get it right when all eyes are on us. And if you can load the bases and hit a couple of home runs, um, you just never know where that'll take you come yearling sales time. And, and also the best form of advertising is the winning post. So um, <laughs> we've had a great carnival and hopefully we can continue. Now, let's... You, you haven't had many harness horses. You're, you're obviously a, a thoroughbred person, and you've 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 um, come from Melbourne and then S- Sydney and Perth uh, for, for some big stables and set up by yourself. But in Perth, you've owned three horses, and they've all been pretty good. Um, the first of which was a Fremantle Cup winner, and I'm victorious. <laughs> <laughs> How did that come about? I've had a owners Varroa function one night and. Michael Brennan was there, and obviously he was working for Senior. And Ali, my better half, was doing their vet work, and she used to uh, go out there and talk to Mouse all the time. And then I met Mouse at the function, and he said he was getting his licence. And as you do when I've had a few to drink, I get a little cocky. And I told him <laughs> how I'm lucky in life, and if you want a fast horse, just put me in it, and you'll be right. So... About three months later, I got a phone call from him, and I couldn't recall the conversation. But um, <laughs> Ali said to me, "Ali said you need to go into this because uh, you need to lose some money from the hip pocket, so you stop shooting, shooting your mouth off." And so I put Ray and Peter Bell in to to my big clients, and um, yeah, we happened to stri- strike cold, so we we got a freak. Yeah, that worked well. It had 34 starts for 22 win and a quarter of a million dollars in prize money. <laughs> it was outstanding. It was a great journey. It won a derby and um, a couple of other group ones. And then Golden Nugget. Was cut, yeah, and was cut short in his prime over East, which was unfortunate. But, but gee, it was a great journey along the way and we had a lot of fun. And, and now, of course, the... The uh, next journey starts with Betters Destroyer, who was uh, a good winner at Bunbury. Is there any, any thoughts about maybe uh, getting a dish liquor so you can maybe take out a uh, tri-code uh, victory maybe one Saturday, uh, Simon? Maybe well, something at the thoroughbred, something at the harness, and maybe a dishy. Mort, I don't want to show off, but in 2012, <laughs> we did it. So um, <laughs> we had, on the one weekend, we had um, Nathan's Courage beat uh, Quinny. Then the Saturday night we had Bad Company beat Miata, and then during the day Night War won. So we <laughs> we slotted all three out. So we've already done that. We've ticked that one off. Oh, been there and done that. So, My apologies, yeah. Simon. Actually, actually, owner Ray Meadowcroft, who's in Better's Destroyer as well, actually sent a picture of the of the three wins <laughs> through to me and Simon yesterday. Oh, that's, uh... yeah. So everybody yeah. now, Rad, you just you just gave me up because everybody thinks. How does he remember that in 2012? <laughs> well, you got one of you got one of them wrong. I think it was on Victorious that beat Quinny. Um, on yeah, what did that, I say? Uh, Nathan's Courage. Who was your other horse? Who you oh, went in with, sorry. Mouse? And, yes. and he was he was a, he was a great horse, named after Nathan Berry. Correct. With, yes. With, with so, Tommy Berry in the ownership as well. Absolutely. So it seems every pacing pacing uh, horse we jump into, it's just a star-studded lineup, including this one now. <laughs> so Simon, how did you go from being a bank Johnny at the uh, the NAB into uh, into uh, the world of thoroughbred racing? There must have been a bit of history in the family. Yeah, there there is. Yeah, Mum was uh, head of HR for NAB, and uh, the stepfather was head of credit bureau for NAB. So 
uh, left school, surfed for six months, ran out of money and needed a job. So I would have would have been a bit unlucky if I couldn't get a gig in, in the bank with their credentials. So I had to start off down the bottom and, and work my way up and spent five years there and progressed to supervisor of international banking and uh, was heading down the business banking manager managerial line. And I thought if I, if I take that role, I'm entrenched in the system and I'm done for life. And I've been working with horses on the weekends and just love, love going to the races, love punting. Um, so I pulled the pin and uh, made, made the leap and it's, it's, one that I don't regret, but it's one that I, I, I'm glad I worked in the bank because it's given me a lot of business skills to set up my business and, and interact with clients. So as as vast and contrasted it is, it's been a great little platform to, to segue into this and, um, gee, I'm glad I've done it. Like, it's not really a job, it's a lifestyle and I love what I do and, um, you know, the hours are arduous, but I never sit there and add them up purely because I enjoy what I do. We can see that when we uh, look at your social uh, media accounts, <laughs> that's for sure. But uh, you worked <laughs> you worked as a stable hand for Robbie Griffiths and um, then, you know, John O'Shea and Robert Smurden. What was the lure that got you across uh, to the West? Uh, Ali was from Perth and I'd met her in Melbourne and then uh, got offered an assistant trainer role in Sydney, so she followed me up there and... I'd been holidaying in Perth for a long time without actually setting up here and she wanted to come home and I actually really enjoyed the lifestyle and so that's why I made the transition across and at one stage there yeah, I was tempted to go back east and, and set up but I just had to sit back and put the ego aside and realise how good your lifestyle is and if you've got a really good one you can campaign them over there and, and not have to do seven days a week racing wall to wall here. Uh, realistically, I, we only race for, for me. We only race three days a week, uh, and it's you've got a lifestyle as well. So uh, I'm glad I'm over here, and, and with the COVID restrictions easing soon, I'll be able to campaign horses back over there again. Now, you've, you've had a good run over the carnival, Si, and it continues tomorrow at Ascot, um, including the Starstruck. One of our fellow owners, uh, Ray Meadowcroft, has uh, Angelic Miss uh, going around. Um, and um, uh, she, geez, she's been really good in the last couple of weeks and, and carries the same colours as Better's Destroyer. Yeah, she does. She's been a, a great acquisition to the stable. She's a valuable broodmare when we pension her off, or whenever that is. Uh, has to take on the stable, mate, which is probably going to be difficult. Stable mates thrown in under set weights and penalties. She should be getting 10.5 kilos weight relief. Instead, she's only getting a kilo and a half. So that's probably against her. The mile might be against her, but she's a mare in form, so she's got to be a great chance. Each way. But I think our best tomorrow is Queen of Soul. You can have something on her for the listeners. Okay, Queen of Soul, which is also owned by your Leviathan owner, Ray Meadowcroft. Yeah, he's, he's in everything at the moment. Most, you wouldn't know Ray's in it with uh, J.C. Peroni. Gets around like he owns 100% of it. So, now, now, he's one that we don't let into our places. No. <laughs> well, uh, now, the other one as well, uh, Dance Music, who's, who's in the main race, um, she's actually owned by uh, 
former large harness racing owner, I don't know whether he's got much interest in harness racing these days, in Nevin Bodica, who owned Sundon's Gift, who was, yep. I think, Australian, almost Australian Harness Horse of the Year and certainly um, is, is, was one of the great trotters. And, and Nevin's, Nevin's a good owner of yours, Simon? Yeah, so he, he transitioned across, and it's funny, um, whenever he's at the races, every time I'm with him, someone will always come up to him and just reflect on how good how good his superstars were. So um, he's forever reminded me and just making sure I can sort of compete against what he's had. Just I think he's just trying to keep me honest, but, but he's had some rippers. He still, he still watches the harness flat out, so uh, I suppose yep. it's... Once it's in your blood, it's in your blood. But it's been a good game, the harness racing, rats and morts. Like, I used to go to um, Geelong when they were on all the time, once a week, because I was in school in Geelong. So I used to duck down there all the time. And I'd go to Moody Valley on a, on a Saturday night with the boys now and then as well. And um, old Dick Lee had a piac on the way down to Colac. He used to call him his stables when yeah. I was at school. Um I think, what are they, Rufus Youngblood? Rufus Youngblood, yeah, yeah. Because I'm showing my age. (laughs) Um, And I never forget I was dating um, uh, a girl when I was at school and her dad was heavily involved in harness with the Pacers, uh, Ray Pace and a few others from Melton. And I had an 18th to go to. And he he said, I know you punt on thoroughbreds. I don't like to encourage gambling. But... (laughs) You should possibly um, think of coming down and uh, having having a bet on my pacer, and then what I'll do is I'll drop you off at the 18th. So I thought, oh, there's a fair leg up. Well, <laughs> mum and dad, mum and dad were divorced, and uh, so they never knew I was getting pocket money off both. So it was a great little, it was a great little rot I had, and so I was getting twenty dollars each a week off both. So. So I, I told them there was a pair of Oakley Sunnies. Remember the old frog skins? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I said, oh, yeah. and I said, I wanted just to um, get a two-week advance of pocket money on both, um, not knowing that they was working, working one off the other. I said, I'll just put them on lay-by. And uh, <laughs> so I had, eight, I had, I was at school, I had $80, and I went down to, to Moody Valley, and uh, she was 20 to 1. Ooh. I had 40 each way. That was my biggest bet at the time. And I was thinking, what am I doing? I get all the good mail in thoroughbreds, <laughs> and I've had 40 each way this at 20s. Well, God bless her. Rosano was her name. She got the job done. So I've got over $1,000. So I gave the pocket money back to the parents. I went to the 18, <laughs> bought two, two slabs of VB. That was 50 bucks. That was when they used to be 25 a pop, and I walked in like the king. <laughs> I, I hope you got the Oakleys as well. Yeah, well, I had to. But, uh, <laughs> they all thought it, they thought it was on lay-by, but little did they know I paid, ca- I paid cash. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, well, mate, so last I've time... Always, I've, I've always been... Um, I've always watched Harness, and I've always gone to it uh, in Victoria. Well, last time you were at Gloucester Park, you came out and trained a treble the next day. So hopefully we, hopefully we can get you back soon. I think the Phillies racing may possibly on New Year's Eve. The Correct. Retrovision New Year's Eve yes, uh, night. So we might have to get yourself and Ray and the running camel all in one room uh, on that night. And wow. uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully you, can, you have a big New Year's Day at, at Ascot as well. Yeah, hopefully. So all's well. And 
I've sent JP a message uh, after the win Saturday night, and I said it's nice to get paid for a trial. <laughs> exactly. I think he was slightly relieved on Saturday. Yeah, the night, pressure the pressure was growing on both him and Junior, but yeah. uh, they've bounced they've bounced back to the Beautiful. Beautiful. So, right, mate, great talking to you as always, and uh, thanks for your time. And uh, mate, we'll see you, uh, see you at the track very shortly, and good luck tomorrow. Beautiful. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Maud. It's been a pleasure to come on board. <laughs> Thank you, Simon. The one and only Simon Miller there. <laughs> He's a personality and a half. I just want to know whether there was actually and that's, any time that's, for... And that's him all the time. Yeah. I, He's never off. <laughs> I just want to know if there was actually any time for schoolwork. No. He spoke about everything he did and the tracks he went to and this, and yeah. I thought, I wonder if there actually was any time for schoolwork. But yeah. he, is a, he is a character. No, he sure is. He sure is. And, and as I said, very lucky. And he, and he says he's lucky as well. <laughs> he's... <laughs> He's a super trainer of the younger horses. Yeah, he's the king of the kids. Yeah. All right, let's take a break, Mortz, and as we do, let's go back uh, a few years, and it was um, the uh, free medal cup with I'm Victorious, who set outside Better's Fire and proved too good for Michael Brennan. And on this night, Gary Hall Jr., I'm victorious, the outside just in front of Bethor's Fire. I'm victorious is drawing clear. It's I'm victorious, a metre in front of Bethor's Fire. David Hercules and Hockenui Ben. And I'm victorious has won another big race. I'm victorious by two and a half metres in the Fremantle Cup. Second Bethor's Fire, third five metres away, David Hercules. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. It well, Magnificent Storm can't get there. Motu Premier, the inside, but Belle Catherine is nicely clear over the final stages. And Belle Catherine races home to win it well. Belle Catherine first, second, Motu Premier, Magnificent Storm weakening back third. And then came Diego with yeah, Bomber nailed it last week. Uh, with uh, Belle Catherine defeating the first up, Magnificent Storm, Motu Premier in third position. Uh, and that was the City of Perth Cup at Group 2 level. And a few of those are backing up uh, this week in uh, the free-for-all. Uh, but this segment, uh, before we get into Bombers Tips, is brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better in a Bayswater Mazda, as you well know. Mort's corner of Guildford and Garrett Roads. Go and see Anthony and the team. They've been there for 50 years, celebrating 50 years, Bayswater Mazda. What a beautiful car they are. Yep. Absolutely beautiful car and outstanding service. Go and see the team. They do a great job. I've said it before. One of the most reliable cars I've ever driven a Mazda. Absolutely. No, they're great. Uh, All right. So, Bell Catherine got the cash for us, uh, as well as another winner or two for last week for Bomber. And we welcome you into the show. How are you, Bomber? Yeah, very well. Thanks, guys. Looking forward to another big night out there at GP. And she was pretty good in front, uh, Belle Catherine. Um, Did everything everything right in front, and uh, the the sectionals said that she was going to win. Yeah, she um, yeah she was obviously rock hard fit going into that, and I thought um, Magnificent Storm was definitely a pass mark. He, he has another tough task again tonight, obviously, but yeah, just looked her race and um, yeah, proved that win. All right, let's jump straight into the races. We got a preview, and the first is the feature event of tonight. <laughs> And it is the Catalina Truck and Equipment Christmas Gift at Group 2 level, $50,000. And tell you what, this is a, a really good field assembled, and the barrier draws made it terrific as well. Typhoon Banner at 420 drawing the pole. Finvara, 360 in from $4. Jumpin' Jack Mac is the favourite, 290 into 270 Fancy a Dance at $23. Rockable, 
$51. Delightful at $126. Rupert of Lincoln, who was really good um, last week at $21. Without the two at $71. Medieval Man at $61. Then the back line, we got Leap of Faith at $61. The Ideal Touch, $550. And Leo Sabi at $15. Bomber, this is a really good event. Which way are we going? Yeah, it is a ripper. The, the barrier draw has set it up again, but uh, I thought Jumping Jack Mac had a couple of options here. He, he'll he work around Finvara early to sit outside Typhoon Banner, which I expect to hold Finvara. And, and yeah, I'd be very surprised if Junior didn't have a red-eyed crack in the front straight the first time. And if he does happen to roll to the front, he, he becomes a very, very short price favourite. But even from the breeze, you know, we know Junior rates them really, really well. And um, I think he can put the leader away with enough pressure. It'll just be... Uh, and whether or not he can hold off Finvara late if he does get stuck in the breeze. But he's a class horse, this bloke, and I, I just keep remembering that Junior told me here one day that uh, this was the best horse in the stable, and, you know, if that's the case, you'd expect him to be winning this sort of race. Just having a look at the last word, thanks to our very good friend Tim Walker at Tab Radio. Just got to flick back here to race two, Rads. Love this comment. Gary Hall Sr. with Gambit. The more you put on, the more you get back. That's what we want to hear. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like our first guess, yes. the way he tips them. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, looking at race five, uh, Gary Hall Sr. Finvara, they will probably sit on Jumpin' Jack Mack and Gary Hall Sr. for Jumpin' Jack Mack. think he will be in the breeze. He might be a sitting duck for Finvara. What's the staking plan, Bomber? Race five, number three, Jumpin' Jack Mack. Yeah, he's a three-unit better. I just think there is a real chance he rolls to the front. And, you know, as I said, if that's the case, he wins. Um, but even from the breeze, he's, he's going to give him plenty of Finvara to catch. Uh, three-unit better. Yeah, certainly agree there, Bomber. If he gets to the lead, he's a dollar twenty. Yeah, all right. That is the Christmas gift to you. Really also, good race. Yeah. <coughs> also, liked uh, Madison's comment in race two there as well, which was a bit cheeky... Uh, will appreciate the driver change. <laughs> Not sure how well like Junior would have... <laughs> <laughs> and actually jumping on a few of Junior's drivers at Narragin on uh, Tuesday night yeah, absolutely. as well. Mar- uh, Madison for a uh, big team of Justin Prentices going there Tuesday night. All right, the next race, tell you what, we're we going to close out the tips with the last three races. So the next race we're going to do is race number eight, the SEFS, the Asset Finance Specialist Phillies and Mares, over the 2130 metres in the Tab Touch market. Tab Touch is the brand that funds the industry. Libra Racy at 126. Sahara Storm is the favourite at 180. Angel in White at $21. She's Our Hope at $3.40. Suing You, last start winner, $26. Has No Fear, $41. 55 Reborn, $10 in from $21. So a correction there. And Queen Shenandoah at $5. Bomber. Good Phillies and Mares race. Which way are we going? Yeah, really keen, this, uh, this mare in Sahara Storm. She's the leader. And I don't really can't see how they beat her. The only possible pressure comes from 55 Reborn, which... You know, it's had some really hard recent racing. Uh, she's our hope. She's done plenty of chasing herself in some really good races recently, and Queen Shenandoah is going to be all the way out the back. So Emily gets a chance to just go through a really easy lead time first quarter with this uh, with this mare, and, you know, we know she can zip home really quick. She'll break 56 on the way home off an easy lead, and it just looks to lead and win to my eye. Yes, it's going to be very hard to beat. Uh, in the last word, Nathan Turvey should lead and go well. And Callan Savelko, Liberace, Reg will say lead and win. We'll probably sit on the two and hope to keep up. <laughs> so race eight, number two, Sahara Storm. What's the staking plan there, Bomber? 
Yeah, another three-unit bet. I'm really keen. She's the best of the night tonight. Oh, okay. I like it. Might have been bumped up if we, if we travel into if to we race the, eight, Bomber. If we get the first one up, it could increase, Bomber. <laughs> All right, and still owned in Victoria is Sahara Storm. Good to see the team sending over a few horses to Nathan Turvey and uh, as we mentioned with them, Lisa Velko, last week. All right, as we go to the break, uh, another mare who um, is actually in foal and was a good winner for us last week is Armorindi Mortz. Uh, Got to have two yes. or three more runs in foal, but tell you what, it's, a, it's an amazing um, thing when they get in foal. Just at, there's a form, not a form transformation, but they just they just improve, don't they? It's incredible, and it was a great watch considering we had five units on it. Yep, five units. It goes around tonight in race number three. Drawing the pole again is at 4.60 on Tab Touch. The favourite is the inform He's our Perseus. As we go to the break, Armour Indy is the mare we're talking about, and last week it was a good win for followers of Bomber on Talking Harness WA. Into the straight, Armorindi's got the front from Batavia on fire. Blackjack Zack is coming down the outside of the rumber. Armorindi is clear. Blackjack Zack's coming hard late. Armorindi's in front though from Blackjack Zack. Armorindi's clinging on. Beat Blackjack Zack. Dominate the dojo. Batavia on fire. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. We're in the straight and Rupert of Lincoln has raced up and taken the lead from Shadow Roll and then came Burning Rubber, but it's Rupert. Rupert of Lincoln, a good drive, a positive drive by Vaken, the former Victorian, comes away in a 28-6 third quarter to beat Shadow Roll, Burning Rubber and Allwoods Rock and Roll. Who's who in the zoo and make it quick? Was yeah, coming that, was, that was a good first up oh, performance oh, from Rupert of Lincoln. Um, owned by the Butterworth Racing uh, Syndicate and trained by Ross and uh, Ross Oliveri, Chris Folk, and good price as well, five fifty Morts. Yeah, very good. Uh, in actual fact, I think Bomber might have thrown that one out uh, as well to um, his loyal followers. So yeah. I did follow up on that one. It was a good win. Yeah, and nice it goes, price. It goes around the Christmas gift, drawn wide, but twenty one dollars. Yeah. Tell you what, he's he's going to have to be put in the race again, but. I wouldn't discount him in tonight's race. This segment, Mortz, is brought to you by Steel Blue Boots, built for comfort, made for work, and uh, stock us not only nationwide, but internationally. I saw Ross on uh, LinkedIn share a couple of different things about different around the world. Beeville, Texas. Yes, he was all over LinkedIn Cadillac, during the week. Uh, the Cadillac big Jacks in Beeville, Texas has <laughs> Steel Blue Boots. Yes, then. they are Australia's leading supplier of work boots and... Uh, Looking forward to seeing Ross out there uh, tonight as he follows the fortunes of Major Martini and Rock and Roll Lincoln. Yeah, great to have uh, Ross uh, and the team. Great to have Karen out there last week as yes, well. And the absolutely. team, they were up in the Beau Rivage. And had a great, they had a great night. night. Yeah. All right, the next race we're going to have a look at is race number nine. It's the two-year-old. It's the SEFS. You name it, we fund it two-year-old pace. We love that. And uh, it is over the 2130 metres. And as we have a look at the tab touch market, we have uh, Who's the Dad at 8.50. Um, how do you pronounce the two, Mortz? Uh, the one driven by Dylan Edgerton Green. <laughs> $18. Be Home Soon at 31 Battle Scarred $10. Linebacker at $7. Paul Edwards, $7. Flow Rider at $15. And the Hall Trained You're So Fine at $165. Bomber, two-year-old race. Um, we've seen similar fields go around the last couple of weeks. How, how have you dissected this race? Yeah, I wanted a bit of odds here in um, linebacker. He's, he's a horse I have a bit of time for and love the raw ability that he has. He's, 
this is a big step up in grade from what he came through at Bunbury, but uh, he led there and, um, you know, just Vokey was um, impersonating a statue there in the last half when he ran his 55-8. Um, you know, he, he had a few tricks early on. He seemed to be jumping a few shadows, but they, they threw the shadow roll on and he was super impressive to my eye there at Bunbury. And I, I think if he can cross to the front, he can give the, the hot favourite he also find plenty to, to worry about. He, he got caught in the breeze here a couple of starts back and um, and wasn't able to reel them in and I think this bloke he just he just runs along and it's it's vital that he does find the top but if he does yeah I'm I'm confident he's going to give us a big sight. Mungatahi is my stab at that one. I'll be okay. interested to see how Richie rolls that out tonight. So race nine. Hopefully it's not a close finish to Charles. No, with that. <laughs> that is a uh, that is a challenging one. That one. So bomber race nine uh, number five linebacker. Nice price. What's the staking plan here? Yeah, one unit bet. Like I said, it's, it's vital that he finds the front, but if he does, uh, yeah, well, I think we'll see a nice horse. Has been well supported on Tab Touch as well. Uh, $14 into $7. Wow, okay. So a uh, bit of money for the uh, Bomber Hill tip in line back. I'll tell you what, might be a good form meeting, the Bunbury meeting, by the sounds of it. Yes. Uh, and uh, the final race. We love backing the last winner. And we've got the www.cefssolutions.com.au asset finance three-year-old fillies over the 21.30 metres. And once again, let's have a look at the tab touch market. Adore me some more, $71. Minor catastrophe, 26. Never mind the chaos. Good form here. 250 into 215. Last start, second behind betters destroyer. Champagne style, 101. Jolene, 15. American armour. Opened up favourite and is held solid at the 235, but is now in second favouritism. Lady Jajor, 34. Captain's Beach Babe at 12. And Newsy at $7. Bomber, to finish the night, the three-year-old village, where are we going here? Yeah, with American Armour, uh, an exceptionally talented filly. She's got a great record here with five from eight, all at uh, GP, five wins from eight, all at GP. And she's won twice from the breeze here in very good time. And uh, she ran a 55-7 last half, sitting outside... Uh, rumour has it here and winning um, with Dominus Factum behind them there as well which is very good form for a race like this she she showed at Pinjarra first up that she's up to the mark, she did a bit of work there and that would have no doubt cleaned her out perfectly for this, There's no doubt never mind the chaos is a threat if it does everything right but did bust off the gate at the only start here and I'm not sure this is going to be the favourite track for, for that horse so I think uh, American Armour can either sit in the breeze or roll to the top and be too good Yes, agree there, Bomber. Nothing from the last word that stands out, but uh, just there in race one, my brother's got too much time on his hands and he picks these ones out. Shannon Savalco with Dior's going well but needs a few more scratchings and we will get the right (laughs) run. There'll be nothing left in the field. So, Bomber, in race 10, horse number six, American Armour. What's the staking plan to get all the punters home on a good note and the tab touch accounts for? Big finish for us. We're, we're on another three-unit bet here. I, I just think she's the class, and you know, I, if she finds the front, she's a dollar ten. Uh, even from the breeze, I, I think we're still shopping value. So more than happy to be on. All right, good way to finish the night with a three-unit bet, Bomber. Uh, the Stephen Crew Memorial paces over the mile at Gloucester Park, which makes it uh, even tougher uh, for some of these horses. Wild West is the two twenty-five favourite. Pretona Star seven fifty. Minstrel six dollars. Chicago Bull first up out in eight at four forty. Magnificent Storm out in nine. The outside is four dollars. And first up, Rock and Roll Lincoln at twenty-six dollars. Did you have a leaning to any of these in the free for all? Who's your on top tip? 
geez, I've, I've sort of wimped out a little bit here, Rads. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the race, but found it very, very hard with the draw the way it is. I, I think the play in the race is probably number two, Patrona started place. Uh, he was super first up when smashed the line. They're just going to continue to run along in this all the way, and he'll get his chance later. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he found the post first, but I think at the place value, he, he's probably the play in the race. Yeah, he had a flashing light on him, didn't he, when he uh, ran down the outside uh, uh, first up. So, all right, Bomber, uh, it was a really good night's racing tonight. Thanks for your time, and we'll uh, speak to you next week. Pleasure, guys. Have a great night. Looking forward to it. All right, so there we go, Scott Bomber Hill. Now, race eight, uh, race six, I should say, Morts, the Canelano Truck and Equipment Sales Kenwick WA pace, 2130 metres. Uh, we've got the informed Manning at $7 going up against Major Martini. You can also throw in Just Wing It in a mobile. Uh, Roman Art, 750, and El Guerrero, I don't think is without a chance either at $20. Good race as well, uh, Morts. $1.45 about the Martini back in class. Uh, bit short. Uh, like you said, it is a very good field. There could be a couple of flyers in the ointment because, um, you know, I know that uh, Kyle Harper said that they may not uh, be charging out, but uh, who knows? And then you've got the, um, the pole marker if yep. he just gets to roll along. So it's actually quite a tricky race and you'd be guaranteed Manning will be coming out fairly solid too, I would think. So it should be interesting. Yeah, I thought he was a little bit short last week into 245, but tell you what, the punter's got it right. Um, and it had a few things go his way with the horse pulling outside the leader, but a great drive by Madison just to get him outside the leader with a lap to go. And as we go to the break, let's uh, listen to Manning with another victory in town, and it was a good one as well in the Vale Percy Johnson Memorial Pace. Manning hitting the front from I'm Soxy. Karira Mack is getting out, running on. It's Manning in front, though, from I'm Soxy and Karira Mack. Manning's doing it well. A wall chasing from Karira Mack, and Manning wins it well. Manning has won all. Flying home, Tyler Brett got second, I think, from Karira Mack, and I'm Soxy, discount to fire close up. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. An expensive ego brings them into the straight over Bonsell Benjamin. King of Swing will have to find. They were followed by Outer Orlando. The next one, Spirit of St. Louis Majestic Cruiser. Bonsell Benjamin trying to give chase to this leader, Expensive Ego. It's Expensive Ego. Bonsell Benjamin's closing. Expensive Ego's in front. The heir apparent. Expensive Ego. He wins the grand final. Beats a brave Bonsell Benjamin. Outer Orlando's run a cracker for third. Getting home late fourth, Max Delight. <laughs> Yeah, Expensive Ego won the Inter-Dominion past the post, but then in the stewards' room couldn't hold on, and Bonsell Benjamin declared the winner in the uh, 2021 Inter-Dominion. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. But this segment is brought to you by our great mates at Loans123, Car Loans Debt, con- uh, debt Consolidation, Personal Finance. Who do you see, Morts? Great man, Steve Sell, the nude nuts. Yeah, loans123.com.au. And as we always say, if he can't help you, there's not much hope for you then, Radley. No, not at all. So go and see Loans123 and they'll sort out all your finance details. And I'll tell you what, a few people might have needed some uh, Loans123 help after the uh, protest got upheld. And They might have, but I've got to tell you, I'm excited, Rads. Oh, well. We've I'm got... very excited. We've Hay- got the... Hayden King not here this week. Once, uh, one, if you tip against the Philly, that's exactly it's a right. tough school. It gives no. me the greatest pleasure to in, uh, introduce... All the way from sunny Darwin, Mr. Ben Cray. Good morning, BK. 
good to be back for a little cameo for the Christmas episode. How is everyone in WA ready to open up to the world in a couple of months? Should be should be good for you guys. Well, we're fit and maskless, <laughs> so we're pretty happy. So for the next few months, just wondering yeah. if you're still part of Australia or not. Are you still going? Well, you still wave the Australian flag over there, or well, yeah, or yeah we still have it. No, we yeah. still do have it. Yeah. yeah okay. Good. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, BK the. Um, uh, the Inter-Dominion final last week, uh, Expensive Ego, the first horse across the line, uh, and then there was a protest lodged. Did they get it right? Uh, mate, look, it was, to be honest, I was, I'm talking through my kick and uh, I was on Expensive Ego. I, I honestly think it was a 50-50 decision. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, you know, was there a full sulky length there? Very debatable. It was probably 90% or 95%. It was very close. Um, I think it was a 50-50 decision. Uh Again, probably because I backed Expensive Ego, I think it probably should have been dismissed in that I don't think it was 100% convinced that there was a run there. But if you were on Bonsell Benjamin, uh, you're probably a well-deserved winner. So, I, you know, I know that sounds like I'm sitting on the fence, but it was a very difficult one. And congratulations to uh, Jason Grimson, who's got that horse just, you know, from running sixth in a pretty ordinary race in Melbourne a couple of months ago, or three or four months ago, to, to winning it into Dominion. So... Um, Look, it was a good event uh, for something that no one really cared was uh, going to happen. Um, you know, it, uh, it caused all sorts of controversy, as they often do in harness racing near South Wales. Yeah, the first uh, first post ever to be upheld. I don't think there's only been three previous before. The most famous was yep. at Matt versus Caduceus in 1960. Uh, but then in the trotters as well, Maori Law, great, great res- result for um, Emmett and Richard Brosnan. Of course, Richard had the 79 winner, no response. I don't know whether you Googled that race last week. Yes, I did, Mark. Yeah. It's an amazing, it's an amazing performance. But we need some tips, BK. That's what we got you in for. Where are we going today for some tips? Well, we're going to go to Wagga this afternoon. I like two races there. We're going to start with race six. I like number five. She's a cracker. It's around the $2, $2.10 mark. If you have a look at its numerical form, it's nothing fantastic. In fact, it's run last of its last two starts, but it did break at both of those uh, starts. Now, we've got Blake Jones on here, who's the best driver down in Wagga by uh, far. He's replacing Jared Carlefeld, who does do a good job, but Paul does train this horse. Look, this horse went around in the trial after those two uh, efforts, and it went around in 155.7, hard held to the line and just rounded them up like they were standing still. There's, um, you know, it's only an even race. The dangers look to be number seven out, uh, which is first up from quite a spell and drawn wide. Major Monty goes all right, but inside second row, I just think drawn there in five, Blake can do what he likes. And I think $2.10 looks like the better of the program there for uh, race six, number five. She's a cracker. And one more for us. We're going to go to race seven. There's a shorty here in uh, number uh, four, punt away. It does look the winner. It is $1.22, so there's no surprise to find it. But I'm going to go with uh, something, you know, like a, a very small each, like a one by nine or whatever, but basically a place bet, but something small to win on number one, Sasha here. $8 and around $1.65, $1.70 a place. I think that's really good value. Two starts ago, sat behind the leader with Blake again in the gig, and they got home in 55-4 when it was saluted. And then last start, it was uh, in a much half, harder race, sorry, uh, in the Lothario race here, I think. If Puntaway gets a lead, Blake will sit on its back, and they run one-two there, I think. Um, so uh, I think that's a very good uh, place bet and probably just a very small win bet just in case it wins. But I think Blake Jones can get us home there and the best driver at Wagga, and uh, they've got two good bets for me this afternoon. 
Mate, it's been great to talk to you. Hopefully we catch up again with you soon, and, and thanks for the tips. Hopefully you found us a couple of winners. Uh, thanks, guys, and I hope you both have a Merry Christmas, and it's a great show that you do there to promote trots over there in WA, so well done. Yes, Merry you, Christmas. Thank you, BK. Merry Christmas to you. Mortz, uh, we're out of time. Been a big show. Simon was great. great. Hopefully uh, we've got a few winners from, um, from Bomber, and great to have BK back on. Hayden will be back next week. Fantastic. Look forward to it. All right. Thanks for your time, everyone. Until next week, it's bye for now. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91